You are Locked On Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. When the Jags come for you, Falcons, what you gonna do? Browns, what you gonna do? Carolina, what you gonna do? Them Jags coming for you. Uh-oh. Yeah, them Jags Jags, here they come. Welcome back to Locked On Jaguars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Christopher Thornton. I bring back the often sick Zach Goodall. Say what's up to the people, Zach. I'm just about there, guys. I think I'm about one day left of recovery, and then my voice will be back to as beautiful as it could be. He said that four days ago. I wouldn't trust him. Uh, I I went I went I went to a doctor then the day after and I've been on meds so it's doc- helping. Doctors are fake news. Didn't you say that I was the one who always got sick and you were never sick and the next day you were sick for one day? Oh how and then the I turn back. How how the turntables. I mean, if you ask the people, my voice sounds fine and yours still sounds like it did like a week ago. So. It doesn't sound it doesn't sound too horrible, I'm sure. Just just kind of horrible. Just just sort of horrible. Just sort of horrible. Zach and I are fresh off a uh, Star Wars Episode Eight viewing. We won't say anything about it. All I can say is that it's a very good movie, and I'll leave it at that. I would say it's incredible. Uh, but uh, kind of jumping right into it here, the Jags are. A lot healthier this week than they were last week and that's a good thing not um, only that they're also like two times healthier than the texans i mean I, i'm not even i mean besides deshaun watson i'm not scared of the texans even if they are healthy we showed what we could do when we were all both at full strength fair but, uh, just diving right into it alan hearns finally practiced uh, it looks like this week uh, he was limited with that ankle injury, but it's trending up because he's finally practicing again. Marquise Lee was limited again for the second straight day with a foot injury. That's whatever. Jalen was limited with a back injury. He seems to have a new injury every week that he ends up playing phenomenally through. Uh, Cam Robinson was limited with also a back injury after not practicing on Wednesday. Blake Bortles was full participant from his right wrist injury. Uh, Telvin Smith has cleared the NFL concussion protocol, and he was a full participant at practice the last two days. Leonard Fournette did not practice for the second straight day with a quad injury, uh, so there might be some concern there, but he said today that he should be able to play, so that's positive thing going forward. And Larry Pinker did not practice with another concussion uh, seeing how long it takes to clear the process, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a scratch for Sunday. Uh, so, Zach, any names that really kind of pop out to you there? Rip Larry Pinkard. Right after his first career catch, he was taken out of the game right then. Um, obviously, Fournette, um, you want to be worried about that because kind of like Jalen, it's like, oh, an injury every week. Um, hopefully, like Jalen, he can bounce back and play and be lights out. But um, obviously something to be concerned about. Um, 
Telvin being back is obviously giant. Giant, and also I said it for Fournette, and I might say it for Telvin. Uh, I mean, if if they're both not 100%, I mean, I'm totally fine with resting them. I think the Jags can handle Houston at 75% strength, but then again, you kind of want to just get this playoff thing over with because, yes, ladies and gentlemen, if the Jaguars win this week, we officially clinch a spot in the playoffs, something only most homers were thinking of this past offseason, and most realists, uh, including Zach, uh, said that it was fake news and could not happen. Yeah, well... Especially especially with Blake Bortles as our quarterback, so... The odds were against them. <laughs> That's really all there was to it. But I will be crying many a tear on Sunday at my seat in Everbank the second that they clinch that playoff spot. It's happening. Bank on it at the bank. Bank on it. Bank on it at the bank. And then uh, going from a relatively short uh, a short story of an injury report, we go over to what is the Harry Potter novels of the Houston Texans injury report where they have 20 people on their injury report, which is not ideal. Not do you even ideal. need to read through all of them? Like, I don't even recognize can, half of these names. I can speed through them. DeAndre Hopkins did not practice. Un- all these injuries are undisclosed. They don't like to give really any information on the site that I'm looking at. Um, oh, well, I've got them all right here. Well, it's <laughs> and I, irrelevant. I'm on it. Toe injury for DeAndre Hopkins. Jonathan Joseph did not practice. Uh, J- Joseph was an illness. Alfred Blue was full in practice. From a concussion. I- I'm only going to read the do not de- uh, did not participate ones. All right. Uh, Brandon Dunn, defensive tackle, was full. Jordan Tomman, former Jaguar, was a full. Uh, we got a lot of limiteds. Joe Health. Heh. <laughs> Uh, Xavier Suafilo, guard, he was limited. Lamar Miller, their starting running back, was limited. Brian Peters, linebacker, was limited. Okay, Braxton Miller, wide receiver, did not practice. Concussion. Jelani Jenkins, linebacker, did not practice. Jelani Jenkins, concussion. Tom Savage, did not practice. Concussion slash seizure on the field last Sunday. Kendall Lamb, tackle, did not practice. Kendall Lamb, concussion. (laughs) Jeff Allen, guard, did not practice. Groin. Jadavian Clowney, linebacker, did not practice. Knee slash illness. A lot of concussions. Teamwork makes the dream work. I tell you what, man. Houston, it's got to be the field or something. I mean, it's horrible on the knees. It's apparently horrible on the skull. Uh... Everything maybe, about them is just health, like suicide. Maybe the Texans should just be disbanded. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> bring bring back the Oilers. <laughs> Something like that. Um, so I can't ever tell anyone how major a toe injury is. It's just kind of hit or miss. But if DeAndre Hopkins is out, that's really going to suck for Jalen Ramsey. But at the same time, obviously helps. It helps the Jags, but then again, the only reason why I'm looking forward to uh, this matchup is Jalen Ramsey versus Jaylen DeAndre versus Hopkins. DeAndre. Because yep. I'll tell you guys in a minute. Are you trying to buy or sell your home, but having issues with the common realtor? 
At the KST Real Estate Group, you need not worry. Rather than relying on traditional marketing methods, KST uses a proprietary online approach to buy or sell homes in your desired location. But don't just take our word for it. Here's a testimony from a previous KST customer. This comes from Matthew. To begin with, Tom was an all-around excellent buyer's agent. Considering I was a first-time home buyer and there were many things I was unaware of, Tom answered every question I had and made me aware of the things I overlooked. I specifically remember calling Tom multiple times a day as we went back and forth on a few houses, and he answered every call and had an answer to every question. I ended up getting my first home under appraised value and felt really good about the process and purchase. I highly recommend Tom to anyone from first-time home buyers to experienced home buyers. Tom is wise beyond his years, and it is evident through his work as an agent. I will continue to use Tom in the future and continue to recommend him to friends and acquaintances who are in search of a new home. Call the KST Group at 904-735-0609 or visit kstrealestate.com for more info. KST, the modern way to buy or sell your home. All right, so now we are going for the surprising details that you might or might not already know about this week's matchup. Must credit Locked On Jaguars. Must credit Locked On Jaguars and must credit myself because I'm the one that found out this news. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is mic'd up against DeAndre Hopkins per sources of mine. Uh, let's hope that they haven't been blue-balling me this entire time, but... As of late, and I've had several people actually confirm this to me, that D-Hop is going to be Ramsey's mic'd up prey. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of editing going on there because, <laughs> man, that is going to be some fun smack talk. I mean, we got some unearth video a few weeks ago that was just kind of out of the blue. I was just like, your number one, your number one receiver has, or your favorite receiver has zero catches. And he just got paid in reference to Jalen Ramsey, of course. Uh, so that should be a fun show. It's always fun. I mean, Ramsey seems to actually have some respect for D-Hop. I don't know if it's fake respect or not. But he, he said that D-Hop is a top five receiver in the league. So I guess real uh, recognizes real. Nothing matters except for who is number one. And number one is Balin Jalen. Jalen... <laughs> The father of DeAndre Hopkins, Ramsey. Do you um on another note, do you think Yannick Ngakwe could end up uh taking over as the Jaguars kind of sack champion this week? Because I actually think it happens. Yes, I do. And he's gonna have another force fumble this week. He's one point five sacks and eleven sacks, whereas Campbell's at twelve point five. He's one point five back. So and he needs two sacks, know, and one of them will probably be a forced fumble. We know that the Texans' offensive line is horrid, uh, as in we saw the Jaguars get 10 sacks on them already this year. Um, they are without Dwayne Brown. They were without him last time, but they are without him permanently. Um, their starting guard, Xavier Suafilo, uh, we talked about him earlier. He was, he, uh, was limited in practice. 
Um, I don't know any of the other starters. Uh, these are all really, really fake names. They're, they're, they're I mean, a little bad for Houston. Even if they were healthy, I mean, they're, they, they proved week one that they're not that good. Not participated in two days. They're not. Kendall Lamb. Uh, I'm, lo- I'm just looking and counting through, and I don't know if these are all starters, but one, two, uh, it looks like five total offensive linemen are on this injury report, and this doesn't include players that are on IR. So, I including mean, that six offensive linemen either hurt or gone at this point, maybe more. I mean, on Locked On Texans, I believe he alluded that they're on their fifth starting tackle. So that's that's always fun. Uh, Man, Yannick, Yannick might have five sacks. Yeah, Yannick and uh, Calais are. They might. They might, I mean, Calais, or they are licking their chops. Calais, we all know, set the uh, single game Jags record for sacks with four to open the season and kind of showcase this defense. And Yannick, his was, son, Yannick, his son is going to overtake it. Yeah, I, Yannick is going to. Uh, I think he's going to eat, and I, like I said, I think he's going to get another forced fumble and just add to his record pace. But yeah, I think Yannick can uh, get. 12 sacks, maybe even 12 and a half, or uh, I'm at 12 and a half, maybe 13. Uh, 13 would be phenomenal because, like, we've kind of alluded this before. It's like Campbell might break the Jaguars' sack record, but we both feel like Unique is going to end the season with it, which is phenomenal. I think he's going to own it, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know already, and most Jags fans should know by now. Tell your friends, tell whoever. Yannick Ngakwe is a star being made. And he's almost, he's basically made. Just he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. After posting a Jaguars rookie record with eight sacks last year, he came back this year and has already cracked double digits with a few games to go against some eh, O-lines. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he somehow, somehow got to 15. Speaking of stars, another star is back. Like I said um, when we were talking about it earlier, Telvin Smith is back. Now, I look at it as this is also the Texans. So if he's still just getting back, you could maybe go easy with him considering how well Paws played the past two weeks, how well Blair Brown filled in. Suddenly, like, you've got a very respectable, like, little amount of depth there where maybe you can kind of ease Telvin back into it because playoffs. Well, I was listening to 1010XL, which I now do every day I'm in the car, which seems so slowly picking up some stuff. And they were talking about depth and how it's really a commodity around the NFL where you used to be able to pay for really good depth. And now most depth on teams is eh at best. Whereas the Jags linebacking core seems to be full of depth, and that's really a luxury, especially when Telvin went down for the past two weeks. Uh, Puzlesny came right in and really has played reborn. Uh, he's really locked down. But uh, I think Telvin's going to play this week because it's not like an ankle injury or something. I mean, yes, it is his brain. Very important. But <laughs> only, it's not, it's not like an brain. ankle injury where he kind of – I don't think he's – head's just gonna be kind of randomly hurting i mean i think he's been back for two weeks or he's been out for two weeks so i th- i think he'll be in i mean we all know telvin's fiery competitiveness he's it's probably itching to get back onto the field so 
I think Tobin will play, and I think that's going to directly correlate to the pass rush and the broken coverages kind of the Jags been letting because Telvin is a silent or not silent he's a leader on that defense and I'm sure I mean granted you have Church and Gibson in the back directing everything but having Telvin there in the middle I think is going to help the pass rush because then guys can kind of really collapse the pocket and you know that you have a guy like Telvin right there to help clean things up clean up yeah yeah it'll be good to have his speed back they need that yeah, definitely uh, defense is getting – the team's getting healthier at a really good time. There's a lot of things that apparently are happening with the Jags at a really good time. Uh, Blake's playing at a phenomenal level right now. Uh, definitely something that we <laughs> definitely could use at a time like this in the midst of a playoff push. Something we all totally predicted. Something we totally predicted. Most homers dreamed of it. But I can't say that Madden – I made this prediction beginning of before the Packers game last year. I said Falcons and Jaguars in this year's Super Bowl via Madden. And I was like, that's crazy. And then the Falcons went to the Super Bowl and I was like, huh, well now I just need the Jags to be good. And what do you know? The Jags are good. So, I mean, you know, nine Oh four in nine and four in the nine Oh four with a point six nine or an, a six, nine win percentage. Nice. Very nice. Very most Duval thing. Very. Holiday cash. Now that I have your attention, you need it, and I know where to get it. My bookie is the place to score serious cash for your sports predictions. Believe it or not, the holidays are just around the corner, and while that means plenty of parties, gifts, and spending... It also means there's a lot of football, basketball, hockey games you can score big on every day. Man up and play like the pros on game day. You can play the money line, side, or total. My bookie is the hookup for all your betting needs and offers super fast payouts when you win. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if you want to make money betting the games, you got to go to mybookie.ag. They're the only site that I recommend. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out yourselves. They have odds on every matchup in a mobile site that still makes wagering on your smartphone a breeze. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit up to a 50% bonus. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate your offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Now... Zach, we talked about the Jags getting into the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> talking playoffs? Yes, I'm talking playoffs because if the Jags win this week against the Houston Texans, chick-ching sound effect, we're in. Sim- I, like I said, I, I, will, I, will, I will be crying like a baby. As many other Jags fans will probably be right with you, including maybe myself. I don't know, maybe just a bunch of, like, Dwight Schrute power kicks and karate moves. However, if I told you the Jags getting in was good, you would, f- or if the Jags making the playoffs made you feel good, what if I told you this? If the Steelers win this week against the Patriots, the Jags become the number two seed in the AFC. Want to know something even crazier? Let's hear it. 
if the Steelers then lose to both the Texans and the Browns, which I don't think is very likely, but hey, you never know. It's the NFL. After beating the Patriots and if the Jaguars went out, the Jaguars would automatically be the number one seed in the NFL. Correct. There's also other different matchups that can actually affect this. Uh, I was reading it. And it's not, I mean, it's actually pretty likely to happen, uh, in all honesty. Uh, there's a different way that the Jags could be the number one seed going what? into week 17. And what's uh, that? If the Patriots beat the Steelers this week, and this is the Jags have to win out, the Patriots win this week, they drop one against either the Bills or the Jets. So they can loot they can win two of their last three, but they have to drop one against the Bills or the Jets. The Steelers would then have to lose against the Texans. And then they could beat the Browns. So really the Jags have to win out. The Patriots can beat the Steelers, but then they both have to lose one of their last two. And the Jags finish with the first seed. New England finishes with the second seed. And Pittsburgh drops to the third seed. Now, none of this seems likely to me. But it's like it's nice to, like, I mean, not, this season didn't seem likely to me. So who am I to say it I won't mean, happen? Who, who would have thought that, <laughs> who would have thought that Miami would beat New England? I feel like Buffalo has just as good a shot. They, it had to it had to have been New England looking to Pittsburgh, right? Like, what what else explains that game? I don't know, but all I know is there's hope. There is hope that the Jags could be the best team in the AFC going into the playoffs with a first-round bye and securing home field throughout the playoffs. That is something I did not think I would be saying this year. I would have laughed right in your face if you told me that before the year. There's also a, there's a, there's a slim chance that the uh, Tennessee Titans don't even make the playoffs. Oh, that'd be so glorious to watch their fans cry. There's a possibility Week 17 (sighs) doesn't even matter for the Jags, other than the fact that they might be trying to secure the first seed in the AFC. Right. And the Jaguars' first AFC South crown, I believe. I didn't know that. We could pull, I, I didn't know they had never won it before. I know we won the Central. I don't think we've ever won the South. Interesting. So there's a first. We could be the Colts and host a banner for it. Yes. We will have <laughs> hey, a banner. Banner at the bank, folks. We can all get the 2017 AFC South champions tattoo. Make fun of Titans fans. Hey, we've been we've been back to back to back off season champs. I think we can get a banner for winning the AFC outright. <laughs> and then uh just yeah, the Jags. <laughs> Who would have thought that the playoffs would be so close? Uh but that leads me to my final message. Uh I'm I don't think this will be the last game that the Jags have at Everbank this year. However, this is the last regular season game that will be at Everbank. So do myself, Zach, your your mom, any other Jags fans that you know, do them a favor and do your favorite Jags players a favor and get a ticket to this week's game and pack the bank. We want I can't to- encourage that more. 
Uh, it was electric really for the, it was electric for the Seattle game. Uh, guys have really been feeding off of it. It just looks good. Uh, the Texans. I mean, we know how much crap they've been giving us the last few years. Uh, we beat them in their house week one, and I think to get the sweep over the Colts and the Texans uh, would be something huge. So be there. And uh, just a shout-out to the Bold City Brigade, who really last minute, probably two days ago, started a fundraising campaign to send 40 kids in a, uh, forty kids to a Jags game. They hit their goal within, I think, like 28 hours. Uh, they announced today that they'll be sending 40 kids and a guardian, so 80 total tickets to this week's Texans game, as well as some meal vouchers, some Santa hats. Uh, just really good work by BCB there. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who donated to that to really make these kids and their families uh, Christmas because these kids might see a playoff-bound Jaguars team. And I tell you what, that's probably a great gift to give to some of these underprivileged kids. Yeah, for sure. I'm a part of this group as well as Chris, and truly, it it's such it's such an encouraging group of people. Like they're all family to each other, and this is very important to a lot of the people in the organization, as well as some of the other stuff they've done and like charity drives, stuff like that. And that's all really, really good folk. So, giant props to them for putting this together. Some kids are gonna have their holidays made. And if you weren't able to donate to the BCB uh, fundraiser and you still want to do something, there's plenty of toy drives going around uh, the city. Uh, just make some kids mourning knowing that uh, they might have a present under the tree because we know there's a lot of kids that haven't been fortunate like a lot of us to be able to wake up on Christmas morning and uh, have something to open. So uh, there's plenty of toy drives this season Bring an a new unopened gift, unwrapped gift to toy drive and make a kid's uh, Christmas. I think that's uh, something that we all can agree would be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. But that will just about do it for this episode of Locked On Jaguars, uh, brought to you by Draft, the new way to play daily fantasy sports. I can tell you I'm hooked. I've gotten most of the people in my fantasy league hooked. Uh, it's a snake-style draft, and I tell you what, I've had some crazy success. I've probably won more money in the last two weeks on draft that I've been playing than like two years on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, I'm always hosting. Uh, I'm always hosting competitions uh, for Locked On listeners, so be f- uh, always looking at my timeline because I'm always sharing competitions and stuff like that for you guys to join i always make the entry fee really low but use the promo code lonfl and get a three dollar voucher to an nfl matchup so draft the new way to play daily fantasy i can personally vouch for it i play it all the time and (laughs) i'm I'm actually pretty good at it so if you want to take me on i have plenty of games going up but uh any last things you want to say to uh, the folks listening, Zach? Follow at Locked On Jaguars and subscribe on iTunes. Big stuff going to be coming soon, I think. Yeah, I uh, think we both 
it's some good things are going to be happening soon, people, especially in the new year. Uh, follow myself on Twitter at Misto Christofo and Zach at Zach underscore Goodall. And uh, I think that's go Jaguars. Go Jags. <laughs>